You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. This day before the end of the year, this holiday uh, season that we are all in right now at the moment. Uh, and, you know, on this episode, we're going to talk, you know, I'm going to explain kind of in a scenario that just happened to me this week that I think would be valuable to all of those that are, you know, really thinking about, you know, beyond the, you know, I'd say standard uh, that you guys have heard on this podcast for the last couple of weeks, you know, the idea of like, what does it look like to actually, you know, I wouldn't even say, you know, the, the look like flipping uh, NFTs, but what does it look like for NFT kind of quick return on investment, right? Because I, I've shared, you know, here on the podcast uh, many times that, you know, my strength is, is more of the community hold and the, and the longer term play. But that doesn't mean uh, I don't like assess for opportunities to make quick money or quick return. So with all of that being said, um, you know, this week, you know, one of the things that I do is, you know, not only am I paying attention to upcoming projects, but I like paying attention to projects that have certain momentum using things like Twitter spaces or if I'm in a discord and I see kind of like a, a collaboration um, that looks interesting to me, or even, you know, some of the tools that we're using to monitor um, blog posts and press releases around NFTs to kind of get a, a pulse or a sense uh, of what's you know kind of happening um, in the NFT space. Right. And so I think one of the other parts of this that I just want to kind of throw out there is just the idea that, you know, we are also playing in a world where a lot of this is uncertainty, right? So as you guys know, as we kick off this podcast, um, that uh, this is not financial advice, but this is actually a real world scenario um, that happened to me this week is that, you know, I discovered uh, a project and you guys have heard me mention it. We're actually going to have uh, the founders of the project um, on the podcast next week, but um, X-Punks. And I will tell you, one of the things that I've found is that whenever I feel like that momentum of a project, even if it's taken a long while for that project to mint, one of the things I'm listening for is the idea that the people that are passionate about this project, if they're buying a surplus of them, or are they buying just one because they like the art? The other part of it is, are people just buying for the rarity or are they buying for like a select look in the, in the PFP? And I will tell you what, what I noticed, you know, as I was looking at this project and we minted it um, on December 12th, um, you, we, I, I decided I was like, wow, this pro project has some momentum. There was a Twitter space that was literally, I think they, they had about 3,500 sold when the Twitter space started. They hit 10,000 by the end of that Twitter space. But one of the things I noticed was not only the way that people were talking about different um, features of the NFT project, but also the way people were, were like even looking at the, the value of it, right? And the idea that, you know, wow, this is some hard work and there's someone that like put in, you know, they put in the time on the project itself. So I, I can imagine that this project is going to be around for a long time. 
And so what I was listening for was kind of a variety of things, but I also take screenshots and I like to look at like, hey, if, if there's a lot of people in the community that are using this NFT as their profile photo, what is the most common trait of those that are using it as a profile photo, right? Because now I can start to look at things beyond rarity level. Remember, part of my goal is if everyone has the same data, right? If we can all look at you know rarity.tools or the properties, what I want to really think about is going beyond that, right? Like how can I think a little bit differently and play a little bit strategically? And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But what I what I noticed, you know, I minted one for the NF3, NFT uh, 365 project. And then I, you know, one of the things that I've been doing is that if the project is one that I want to hold because I love the community, but I think there's a flip opportunity, I mint three or four at a time, right? So that I can not only get a variety, but hopefully that I can maybe flip one of them to cover the costs of the others. And then I can hold on to the others for that, that longer time period of time. And, and that's kind of what happened here, right? So uh, I believe the mint was 0.06 um, ETH. And so I minted the, the three. And I noticed that I had, you know, two of the three, I got really rare um, properties on, but they, they weren't like the ones that I saw a lot of people kind of talking about. But one of them was, one of them not only was a characteristic I heard people, a lot of people mentioning, but when I looked at the, the, those that had a profile photo, not only did I recognize that a lot of people that had that one, you know, like if you have like four of a project, when you select the one for your profile photo, well, that's a telling aspect, right? And when a lot of people are selecting the same kind of character trait, even if it's not a super rare character trait, then to me, that's, a, that's, that's something to said, right? And so if someone was jumping in that Twitter space and they looked they're like, wow, I love all of these um, profile photos, especially the ones that have a cowboy hat, I'm gonna go check out which ones have cowboy hat. So what I did was I went to OpenSea, I clicked on the collection, and then on the left-hand side, I scrolled down to that property uh, and I clicked on head and then I clicked cowboy hat. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to look what were, what were the average sales or what were the average you know, buy now cost of those that are selling that that uh, NFT right that in right there in that moment because I could see I could feel all that momentum happening, and I noticed that there were a lot of there was a lot for sale with that property, but when I selected a second property on the left hand side that my PFP that that my uh, one had all of a sudden I noticed it shrunk down there was only two or three, and so what I decided to do was I wanted to be on the I wanted to be in the medium in the middle range of the, the more, you know, kind of dialed in um, properties, but I wanted to be at the top end of what like kind of the baseline was. And so what I did was, you know, we minted them for 0 0.06. Um, the way that I looked at it, I said, you know what, I'm gonna put this up there uh, for 24 hours at 0.49, right? So we minted three for 0 0.06 and I put that uh, up there for 0.49 and I just, I made the, the, the length of the sale only one day for a couple reasons. One of them was it went the, the price of this project sold out so quickly that I didn't want to, the, that all of a sudden the floor price to shoot through the roof. And all of a sudden, if I had for three days or seven days or, or a month, it was out of this control. The other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to understand the, the nuances in the Discord. What are the, what are the ones that people are, are talking about, like are the cool ones um, in the Discord as well? And so that was something that I really wanted to kind of dial in. Um, so I posted it um, for uh, the, the, the 24 hours um, and it sold 
I believe within 45 minutes. And so immediately for me, when I look at that, right, we, we, our total spend was, uh, you know, 0.18 and we sold for 0.49. That's a pretty nice flip within, you know, a 24 hour period of purchasing it. But I will also say part of the reason that I put it at that price at 0.49 was because I also saw that there was two or three other, others of the same project under that price that I could buy for the total amount that I would sell it for that I thought were going to be very rare um, ones. And so that's also something that factors in. I think we often talk about like, what is, you know, I don't want to sell it for a loss or I can probably wait to sell it for more. Here's what I like to factor in. What if I sell this one now and it enables me to buy two for that price of that one that I think that the rarity of them both combined will be worth more money than the one that I sell that I'm holding onto right now. And I will tell you, I've made that mistake before of not pulling that trigger. Um, but this time I, you know, I pulled that trigger. And the interesting thing on it was, you know, we made the 0.49. So there was a really nice profit in 24 hours. I was able to then purchase one that I really thought was undervalued, that had a low rarity, that I knew people were going to want at 0.31 um, you know, uh, ETH. And so if you're doing the math there, you know, three at 0.06 is 0.18. I sold that for 0.49. And then I bought another one at 0.31 that I really liked. Right now, I'm break even on that project, right? Because I've now covered exactly what I paid to get into it. And now the cool part of that is, not only do I have three NFTs, which are the same, you know, I, I bought three NFTs to begin with, but now I also have, I have a, a variety of ones that I believe will allow me to take advantage of any trend because it was so early, I wasn't sure which trend was going to be there. Now, funny enough, you know, the, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this uh, a little bit later uh, on a future episode, you know, I think actually that property that, that was for that one, I could have held on to it and probably made a lot more on it down the road because of the, the rare elements. But at the time, I didn't know that. The last part of this episode that I wanted to kind of cover is my selling strategy on OpenSea when I'm posting them. Now, I will tell you, I don't really do the traditional auctions that you've seen on, you know, you have the ability to do buy now or you have the ability to do auctions. And I will say, I personally don't usually do the auction, um, the auction type, uh, you know, within OpenSea. I like to do, there's two different ones that I use and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up in front of me so I can you know, speak directly from it. So when you click on the sell button, you have the fixed price and then you have the timed auction. So I like doing the fixed price, but I like changing the default uh, duration to very short. I do not like posting a project um, out there anything longer in seven days. I will tell you most of the ones that I'm posting are at three days max because I want to be able to you know, um, keep an eye on what's going on. And, and remember, you can cancel a sale that is posted, but they're going to charge you kind of a gas fee for that, right? So it could range between... 20 and $60 for you to terminate a sale that you have currently posted. So be very careful with that duration. So I, I will oftentimes do three days um, and I will look at like the floor price, but the floor price to me is not what I ever really pay attention to. I look at the key property in the NFT that I'm currently selling and I look on what's the, what's the, what's the floor on that one? What's the, what's the max on that one? And then where can I, I think my um, NFT can fit in there. The other one, I said I use two different strategies on uh, OpenSea. The other one is if you click on timed option, and I don't think a lot of people use this one, so maybe this is like some uh, you know 
thing that will really help a lot of people. If you click the method, there's a drop down that you can actually set with a declining price. Now, I really like this one. I, 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 I put four of my NFTs for sale yesterday, um, and all four of them I used this feature. So I, I clicked sell, or sell, and then I clicked time auction, and then from the methods, I put sell with a declining price. And now where this is what I will do is I, I will put the, the date range to three days, and then the starting price I'm going to put at like the very top level of what I think the key property is for the NFT that I have. And then... Uh, so I'm, uh, let's say it's 0.19 ETH. I'm going to set the duration for three days. And then the ending price, I'm going to put closer to the floor price of that property, not the floor price of the entire project. Because I think that's, that to me is often like, that's when you're giving away some of that money. But I'm going to put it at the, at the floor of that actual you know, unique property set. So maybe the start price is 0.19 and the, the floor price for that property is 0.09. And the duration is actually three days. And so what's going to happen is over those three days, as it gets closer to the end, the price is going to decline all the way down to when it's finally the time for this, this sale to close, it's gonna be at that ending price. So it actually kind of scales it down for you. I kind of really like this. This has actually probably been the thing that's helped me um, kind of jump on a lot of opportunities that maybe not have, might not have been there um, for most people as they're kind of going um, through this process. So that is all of that is in OpenSea. I, I, you know, I know for a lot of people that the questions I've been getting around is like, how do I manage my collection? Where's the best place to buy and to sell? You know, I am focusing right now on the moment in this episode on Ethereum or Ether, um, you know, based um, NFTs. And of course, I'm also focusing using OpenSea. Um, I'm going to do a couple of uh, podcast episodes in the very new future, future on uh, Solana and also on Vivi and a couple of the other platforms on, on like the buying strategy, the selling strategy. But hopefully this guy helps you guys kind of wrap your head around kind of the flip. And I will tell you, when I, when I kind of put the title of this episode, you know, that quick flip, for me, a quick flip People assume it's like right when something mints. I actually look at a quick flip opportunity, not when something mints and actually not even when you buy it. For me, a quick flip is actually when you see the momentum rising, can you flip it and take advantage of that? A couple of projects I've held on for three months, I've actually quick flipped them, in my opinion, because I waited for all of a sudden now there's some momentum or maybe there's some buzz or maybe there's a kind of a, a, they have a, a, a competition going on and it's certain things that people are sharing out. Well, now maybe I can try to take advantage of that. So you, know, you really want to be dialed in. Uh, the last thing I'll share with you is I love turning on the notification bell on Twitter for the projects that I am thinking about selling because I want to be very aware of what they're promoting. If they have an upcoming Twitter space, if they have a big announcement coming, well, maybe I want to take my NFT off of the market if they have a big announcement coming because maybe that the price is going to shoot up all of a sudden and now it's something for me to worry about. The last thing there is also you want to pay attention to crypto and the price of Ethereum. I've mentioned this before. You could buy a project three days ago, four days ago, at you know, let's say 0.11 ETH and you could sell it today for 0.15 ETH and actually lose money. Yeah, because if the price of, a th uh, of Ether has gone down at that same rate, 
in many cases, what someone's buying it for at 0.15 is the same that you bought it for at 0.11 or, or, or kind of vice versa. So that's why when I, in my tracking software, and for those that are, you know, if you bought the NFTs for this podcast, right, if you bought the super fans or if you bought um, the founders pass, you're going to get information, you're going to get, in, you're going to get this information in the air table. You're going to get access to a lot of the tools that I'm using um, to not only snipe kind of NFTs, but also kind of understand the kind of those events. Um, strategies. The thing that I also track is I track what was my what was my um, buy what was my buy price, how much did I spend in mint, what was the cost of Ethereum at that moment, and then the other part of it is what was the total U.S. dollars of that of that cost of that um, purchase at that time, right? So now I'm also factoring the gas price in because when we, when we are selling it and we're looking at our profit, we want to kind of factor all of that in. So as always, this podcast is sponsored uh, and brought to you by, you know, super powered by the ADHD coin um, over on rally.io. Uh, check it out at ADHDcoin.com. Uh, and I tell you what, I, I've been rewarding our Discord server with free coin uh, all the way leading up to the holidays. Uh, today, I actually gave away 11 coins each to everybody that had 193 coins in their wallet because it's uh, my hockey number uh, playing in college was 93. You guys know I'm big into numbers. Uh, and actually, my favorite hockey player, which is actually the jersey I'm wearing right now um, as we're recording this, uh, is Mario Lemieux for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and his number is 66. So I gave everyone 11 uh, that had that amount of coins in their wallet. I gave them 11 coins, and guess what? Right now, our coin is worth right around a little over $6. Six times 11 is 66. Hey, I had a little bit of fun. But uh, there's about, I think there's about 45 people that are holding that amount of coin that were able to take advantage of that offer. And now, uh, you know, I gave them each $66 worth of ADHD coin. So jump over to our Discord, discord.gg slash ADHD coin. Uh, and let us know that you came over from the podcast. I'd love to welcome you, love to help you um, set up whatever you need to over there on the Discord. Uh, we have a little over 400 members now, so it's not an overly crowded Discord, but there are some amazing human beings that are in there. I also want to give a shout out to a couple people that have been tagging me. If you buy an NFT or invest in a project because you heard me mention it here on the on the podcast, please tag me in a tweet or an Instagram post. I would love to amplify that. I would love to celebrate that because that's what this is all about, right? Educating together, learning together, and hopefully investing together and and making some money together so with that being said my friends make it a great day